Go wild with Nation Gear's end of regular season merch madness sale. Nation Gear is offering our favorite fans 20% off all regular season merch. And we're going to give you free shipping on any orders over $200. Stock up your closet for the playoffs. Rep your team and grab that merch you've been eyeing up all season long. Don't wait. This sale only lasts from April 1st until April 7th. Shop the sale at nationgear.ca. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello, and welcome to Blue Jays Today. Where we always have something to say about the Blue Jays. I'm your host, Nicholas Playlock. Do I need to sing my part? You can if you know. like. Uh, and I am your host, Adam Pedal. And today, today, we're going to be talking about the Blue Jays spring training. Woo-hoo! Good stuff. <laughs> Good stuff. Yeah. So breaking down the spring training, guys, for those who haven't seen our minute monologues, we've been recapping the games. We're going to be breaking it down for you, everything up to date. But before we get into it, guys, make sure to hit that subscribe button, comment, like down below, notification bell, ring that. And as well, guys, if you like sports betting, you got to hop onto Monkey Knife Value. Use promo code today, Jays, to get up to 100% of your first deposit back, up to $50. Blue Jays, baseball, it's all coming back. So make sure you guys jump on Monkey Knife Value and get that betting going. Yes, 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 yes. All right, now that that's over with. Gosh, Blue Jays, they have been a fun, fun team to watch, kind of watch. Not on, we only get to see one game. Oh my God. We've had to look at our phones. Oh my God. And the game tracker. Oh my God. So, yeah. I mean, guys, how do you guys feel about that whole thing? It how sucks, do you feel about dude. That thing, it man? sucks, man. I mean, the one cool thing is that, like, I feel like I'm really evaluating oh, yeah. their pitching yeah. um, and, and taking balls and strikes and whatever because it's like, it's almost as if, you know how people say, like, oh, like, if you go blind, your hearing gets a lot better. Your smell gets a lot better. It's like, I feel like that's what we're having right now. Like, one of my senses is gone. So, like, my analytical sense of where the pitch is exactly and what they're throwing Mm -hmm. is, like, heightened right now. Yeah, yeah, because, I mean, that's all you really have to go off of. But, honestly, that's a really good way of, of when you really watch baseball, um, focusing on where the pitch is going, what pitch is it, who is it going to, um, that, where 
where's the movement too? Like how is the ball moving in which mm-hmm, direction? Mm-hmm. That stuff is like really, really important when you're looking into the deep part of the game. When you're just watching the game, you get lost. You know, I, I tune out all the like of I'll, course, I'll, of I'll focus for like the first inning, like hard first two innings, and then I kind of fall away. You can slip you know? into the couch beer land. Exactly. I'm just watching, like, oh, someone hit. You know, I, everyone does it all the time. But you know, then he come back around the ninth. But it's but at least we got to analyze these guys in a yes, way yes, that we normally yes. wouldn't and, have. And that is the one beneficial thing about this is that it literally is just all numbers. And yeah. if you guys don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about how mm-hmm. on MLB they have uh, this lovely little strike zone thing. Um, I believe it's like game day or something. Or yes, um, yes, it's under day. it's under game day, and, yeah. and it shows the zone, and it shows like. Uh, like a little like heat map of where uh, like the the batter likes it or, or whatever, yeah. And then they have uh, they'll show the pitches, so you know a curve and it's a ball, and you know you, you'll watch it as it happens. So mm-hmm. that's what we're talking about right now. Um, but let's uh, yeah, like let's talk about what's actually happened for I was, those guys. I was just about to say nice um, <laughs> that today uh, when I was watching that little strike zone map, we got to see SWR. Yes. Simeon Woods Richardson, yes. and we also got to see Alec Manoa. What are some of your thoughts after yeah. watching that little heat map? And again, you know, mm-hmm. limited two inning sample size from right. a lot of them. Right, exactly. What are your initial thoughts? But we got, yeah, we got to break me it, your thoughts. We got to break it down any way possible. My initial thought, honestly, with SWR, like again. Early spring training, mistakes can happen, but I think he was being a bit too fine on the edges. Yes. He threw 28 pitches, only 14 of which were strikes. That's about it's literally 50% strikes, which isn't horrible. But you definitely want to see a bit more attacking, especially early, early on in spring training. I got um, the feeling yeah. um, that he was trying a bit too hard. Yeah, like he was trying to be an elite prospect and showing himself a bit mm-hmm. which um which completely opposite i want to jump back to manoa too but complete opposite of him was robbie ray a veteran guy who said i know what i got to do early on in spring training is that and that is find the strike zone who threw in his first outing on monday 26 pitches 24 strikes with two strikes dude that's the veteran right that's there. the veteran robbie ray said fuck it this is for me. This isn't for yes, anyone else. Exactly. I, like this is spring training. I, exactly. Robbie Ray, am training. And I know that in my personal process, it is best to start with the zone, know where it is, because Just find it, it. like that is what is most important, you know? Yeah. Uh, when I was watching that game, I was like, oh, damn, he's throwing it down the middle every time. But then mm. I was like, wait a second. Robbie Ray never can even hit that on on a, on a regular day. Because the thing is, like, you got to find where the strike zone is. You got to get that feeling of because mm-hmm. it's a very fine line between a ball and a strike, you know, at that elite level. So if you got to find the zone, once you find that, now throughout the season you can refine that. Well, and you can get cute with painting the edges later. And the you thing know? is, yeah, yeah, exactly. The thing is, like, you can get cute, but. You don't force the cuteness. It happens naturally because once you find that rhythm and, and now you have your, your catcher setting up in that outside corner or the inside corner, wherever you want to find the edge, you're going to, you're just playing catch with the mitt. Now mm-hmm. you're not trying to hit edge. Now you're just, you, you've been practicing hitting that mitt and now the catcher is going to help you guide you to an excellent quality. Yes. Start. Yes. You know, it's, it's less about the batter and more about just, you know, hit, hit play and catch with, exactly. with my guy and, and, you know, circling back to Simeon Woods Richardson, mm. it really felt like he was focusing on the batter and who yeah. the fuck can blame him? Yeah. I mean, in his first outing, 
he goes ag- up against DJ LeMayhew, Aaron Judge, mm-hmm. Aaron Hicks in, yeah. in his first three guys. Stanton afterwards. That is pretty Torres. bloody intimidating. Yeah. So I understand that the man was probably... Yeah, shit and bricks, and it's his first <laughs> and it's his first spring training appearance. You want to always do something special. You see it all the time, but like you know, if you are watching SWR, trust your stuff, man. Like I know you're excited. Obviously, I'm not a big league guy, so you're taking advice from me would probably be the not a smart thing to do. <laughs> um, but yeah. trust your stuff, man. We know you. We know you can do it. And let's um, also qualify that by saying he pitched two innings; they were scoreless, and, exactly. and he got a strikeout. You, you can't even complain so about that. So in the end. We're not, we're picking hairs. We're picking hairs, Mm -hmm. right? One guy who I can't pick too many hairs about, and that is the guy who came in after him was Alec Manoa, another one of our prospects, number five in our system, actually right behind. Fuck that guy, we should DFA him. Yeah, okay, so here's the story. (laughs) So um, Yankee fans, so in Alec Manoa's start, uh, in the fourth inning, he hit Aaron Judge on the second pitch of the at-bat. Obviously, we don't know what the situation was. I'm assuming it's definitely not intentional because like, there's no history there, like, this guy's literally a rookie. So obviously not intentional. Um, but then uh, Yankee fans started to go on to Alec Manoa's Instagram page, calling him trash, you know, you know, saying like, you know, find the strike zone, your garbage, get DFA. So I actually messaged being like, you know, to give him a little bit of support. I was like, you know, um, Alec, you pitched a gem today. Canada, uh, you're making Canada proud. And someone replied to me being like, no, like this guy should not be proud of this guy. This guy should be DFA'd like he's garbage or whatever. Mm. Uh, anyway, so. They're a little bit salty right now uh, for hitting Aaron Judge. Okay, I I really think, and I'm going to give the Yankee fans, like, I disagree with what they did, but I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt that they are probably, like, it's like if Aaron Judge is a newborn baby and they are the mother (laughs) and they're like, he's been injured so many times, no one touch him. Yeah, yeah, They're, like, very hypersensitive to Aaron Judge. I mean, we saw saw Vladdy get hit by a pitch, although not same injury history, but still. Dude, I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. Are you okay, guy? Yeah. He's okay. But you know what I mean? But we know it's not intentional, but their reaction is to, like, attack the guy who did it. Like, come on, guys. Let's, if you, I'm sorry, if you're a Yankee fan out there that, like, that. Definitely lame. That's that's ridiculous. Um, But, Getting to his start, Alec Manoa, four strikeouts, only letting up one hit, a hit by pitch, and he topped out at 97 with his fastball. Mm, mm, so mm, awesome. Mm. awesome. After, so after he hit uh, Judge, he struck out three next batters, Hicks, Stanton, um, and Torres. Nice. So awesome. Awesome. Good, Good work. Um, another pitching notes, Anthony Kay had an awesome outing. I was happy with Anthony Kay. That was the awesome. one start that we got to we watch. We actually got to see. And, uh, and I was super happy with what he was doing, man. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like he's going to be somebody that can compete for that fifth, maybe Absolutely. even that fourth spot. Um, and, uh, and yeah, I mean, I would be so, so, so happy knowing if we could get two starters out of that trade for Strowman. Yeah. You know? Yeah. K and if SWR becomes starters, absolutely. I feel like we're, we would look back on that and be like, oh my gosh, we totally fleeced them. Yeah. Oh, um, absolutely. I mean, like, yeah, Strowman, if we kept around now, A, he's going to be expensive, uh, but he is a good quality starter. But getting K and Simeon Wood Richardson, it's looking I think decent. We're already, now. It's I, looking decent. I think we have a little bit of an upper hand on that trade. And I remember Mets fans didn't want that trade, anyways, because they knew how good K. And Simeon Wood Richardson are. Mm-hmm. But Kay had an awesome outing. He had two strikeouts. Nothing complained about there. And then finally, the last starter of the whole kind of spiel 
is Matt's with two innings pitch, three strikeouts. Good to see. That's what we heard that he is. He's supposed to be a strikeout guy. And if you can get through that first inning, he's going to be good. Yes. Obviously, I didn't see the, the pitch tracker. Did you see the pitch tracker I, at all? I'll be honest. I did. I missed that one uh, on, yeah. on, on Steven Matz. Me um, too. I, I Yeah, working. Working. <laughs> working yes, is working. what it was. Um, but obviously, the, the numbers, when you look at them, they're good. And yeah. like you said, and we heard this from Mets fans, I think even Wardy NYM yep. was talking about this and saying that, yeah, like this is a guy where his stuff can be good. Yeah. His stuff can be good. But you have to make sure that he can get warmed up and get in the rhythm of the game because oftentimes he can come out and it's a different guy. You yeah, know, it's like is it's his twin brother, like Steven Tratz, you right. know, and it's it's just like we're missing. We're totally fucking up. He can't find the strikes. Exactly. Because he know? didn't establish it early on in his career mm-hmm. in, in spring training. I don't know if that's true or not, but um, you can't find the strikes. I don't want to see Steven Tratz. I, I want to see I, Steven Matz, bro. Why Tratz? Why did you say I, I was my brain was like Steven Trash, but then I was like, Ooh. it's his Twin brother, Trash. like Steven, Steven Trash. Trash. That's close enough to rhyme. Close enough. I feel like Matt I should have. I, I should have mixed yeah. up the uh, the first name because if they are twin brothers, then they have the same last name. This that's is the true. stuff that I'm. That's gonna keep me up at night. So yeah. Um. <laughs> anyways, <laughs> yeah. Uh, he looks good, and I'm happy about that. Mm-hmm. So across the board, I would say that our starters are doing relatively things that we like. We still Absolutely. haven't seen Ryu yet, and I heard that they are. Mm holding off they don't want to pitch him against the yankees yeah. or, or an al east team i think which it's is going, nice i think it's going friday that's it's what friday. i heard yeah that's what i heard who yeah. are we playing friday do you know good question i do not know let me pull that up so many different guys yeah pull that up pull that up um and i'll just kind of throw in a little bit of um blemishes uh aj cold got his first blown save of the spring and his first out and giving up two earned runs hopefully he bounces back from that uh and oh other little notes romano and barucky Romano hitting 99 on the fastball and Brucky hitting 98 on the fastball. That's awesome. Awesome. Um, but, uh, we're playing Baltimore on Friday, so that good. is an AL East team, but I feel like... Uh, <laughs> get re- Toronto's just like, fuck it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, we don't care. Yeah, get Ryu some nice, easy, easy yes, reps. Yes, I, know, Nothing challenging. I agree, dude. I definitely agree. I'm excited to see him, well, see his strike zone, because obviously yeah. we can't watch it. I think the next Rogers. game's on, I think the next game's on March 12th. 21st, I 21st? thought. 21st? I, I thought that. There was... I, they updated it. Did they? Then. Yeah, I think oh, it's March God. 12th. I don't know if it's going to be... By Rogers Broadcasting or like Sportsnet, I really don't care. It doesn't just matter. Show me. I do not care either. Show me, bro. Uh, <laughs> just show me the. Just show me the game. Yeah, dude. <laughs> or at least let me listen to the game. At oh. least let me listen. Was there no to radio the- broadcast None. for this one? Oh None. God. We had him for Monday, but not Tuesday and, t- and and Wednesday. Wednesday's today when we're recording this. It's like it didn't even happen, dude. They could be lying to us. It's like a whole conspiracy theory. This game never was Good played. Media. However, they do have social media stuff shown. It's it, you they know staged like, it. yeah they staged it bro it's the fucking moon landing all over uh-huh. again I do think that we went to the moon well I I, I think so too. I didn't <laughs> I, mean, I haven't looked into it as yeah well. I, like, I'll <laughs> be honest I, I'm, I'm not I know nothing I, about this I'm just like um that seems like a lot of work to stage that yeah I mean like and what are you getting just like notoriety I don't know yeah yeah <laughs> like, like, what's your motive yeah like, they just want to beat the Russians but like 
bro, like that's that's like a lot. That's like a lot to fake it. Yeah, <laughs> like, I don't know, man. This know. this all seems pretty shady to me. But I don't know. but I think this all happened. I I'm really want to see them in person. And there's a couple guys that if we do see them in person, I will be looking out for. One of them is Rowdy freaking Tellas, bro. <laughs> that is one person we have gotten gotten to see in the first two. And he's games. like fucking dominant, and he's awesome. He's awesome. He's got he's three for four. He's three for four to start the spring. Amazing. Certified stud. With two doubles. Two doubles. Two RBIs. And a run scored. Jesus. I mean, what a better start could you ask for this? Well, you know what? If you want to, like, this is the the pitch. This is the resume. This is the, um, this is when you walk into the meeting and they're like, okay, so tell me why do you deserve this job? And he says, this is why. And the job I'm referring yeah. to is DH, you know? Like like getting more reps than, than Gritchick. It's Gritchick, bro. Clear, it's Gritchick. Because our outfield's locked mm-hmm. in. It's going to be... Excuse me. It's gonna be. It's gonna be Tio. It's gonna be Guriel. It's gonna be Springer. Right. And then we got Grichik and Teles fighting over those yep. reps in DH. So, I mean, I actually we haven't even seen Grichik. Well, yet. here's the thing. I've always thought that if they were gonna use Grichik, then um, Tio would become the DH. Is how I would right. do things. In the, you mean like use him in the outfield? Yes. Okay. Yes. Because Tio's defense is subpar. Yeah. That we know. Um. So yeah, I mean. He is, that's what I think Telez mm. is is playing for right now. He needs to over-exceed that with the yeah. bat and prove that, hey, you know what? Um, not only are you going to lose out on Grichik's defense, but my bat is so good that this exactly. is why you should have me. And I and, and to to add a defense to that, Charlie Montoya has said that Grichik is going, he's told Grichik he's going to be playing every day. Whether that means coming off the bench, whether I don't, that means I starting... Uh, don't know what that means. I don't see how he could possibly play every day. I think you and I are on the, I mean, I don't see either. I, uh, maybe as a defensive replacement, maybe, but I would much rather, I think we're both on the same page. I'd much rather see the bat of Teles in the lineup than the potential defensive ability of Grichik. Uh, you know what I mean? Cause, cause the thing is, I, I think I, I think I would sacrifice the defense, if, if assuming that Tio's in the DH spot, like pushing out Rowdy, and then Grichik's gonna play, I'd rather take uh, Tio's defense because he did have a couple nice moments last year. I, I think I want to try him out there again. Tio's defense and Rowdy's bat in the DH spot over that other option. I think that if in by April first, mm-hmm. if Rowdy Telez is you know still kicking ass, like we're yeah. looking at a guy who's got like a 400 average right now and an OPS over one. Then you have to play him. You yeah. have to play him and put him in the lineup. I'm not convinced that Rowdy is some stud over the course of 162 games. I'm not convinced of that yet. Okay. But I am convinced that he has more upside than Grichik does. Absolutely. Because I know exactly what Grichik is. Absolutely. Grichik is going to be a guy who gives you an OPS of like 770. Um, and on his best he, year he ever, hit. get 30 home yeah. runs. Rowdy could definitely be better than that. I'm not saying that he will be, yeah. but I'm saying that if he's still being hot at the end of spring training, we have to at least give him the opportunity and then wait until he starts hitting 220 in regular season, and then you pull him out and you put Kritchik yeah. back in there. I think the important thing is to look at is his OPS numbers, and I think he, like, overall hitting like you know, across the board in all stats, I think he's got, uh, like you said, agreeing with you, way more upside and 
all categories. The home run numbers, I obviously too. I think so too. I I, I just love his bat way too much, and like we got a taste of it last year before he went down with an injury. And I truly think he's he's ready. He's this is the time when a, when a player is, is he wants to prove it again. Mm-hmm. I want to see him play every day. And guys, let us know in the comments who would you rather have. Just a little blurb in there, not the end of the video, but who would you rather have, Rowdy or Grichik? Um, we haven't seen Grichik yet, so it'll be interesting to yeah, see. I haven't I mean, heard for anything. An everyday player, where Montoya. Where the fuck is this maybe, everyday player? Maybe he's taking a little bit longer. Maybe he got there late. That's Who knows? true. We I only no saw Tio for the first time today. Mm-hmm. Um, he didn't. He didn't. He get went over two. Um, I mean, again, there's you can't really take any, you can't take anything for that. I think yeah. the only one I did know exactly how he hit was his first at bat. He popped up to third base. Yeah. Which we can't really take anything from we that. We didn't see it, bro. We don't know anything about this. Nothing. But what other kind of bats do you have on your mind that you're you're happy about? Um, okay. Uh who I'm very happy about is Lorius Guriel Jr. Absolutely. And I have been on this guy's train like forever. Forever. I I feel like I've been like in this guy's corner. And I really think, man, if we can just be given that trust, if Montoya can say, hey, you know what? I trust you. We trust you, man. That he's gonna be an elite player on this lineup, dude. I agree. I'm just checking where he's bat because I think fourth. he's been batting fourth, he's been right? Batting, well, and at least in the last game he batted fourth. Right. I think in the first game it was fifth. Right. But, um, right. but in that second in the second game he played, it was fourth. Totally put good. Fifth. Fifth. At that least, is that at is least. A, at least, bro. I don't want anything lower than that. I've always thought, personally, I thought that Lourdes would make an excellent guy in the second spot. I thought that he would be great there. Right. I don't think that Montoya think, yeah. agrees with me on that. I think it's a bit crowded now, especially when you have. Um, uh, well, I would definitely want to get to this topic. A little bit. Mm-hmm. I want to finish the Gurriel. Mm-hmm. I want to finish the Gurriel topic, but I think it's a little bit crowded now. When you should have George Springer and, and Biggio, I think it gets a little bit crowded. So him being anywhere between like three and five is perfect. He has to be in that heart of the order uh, because overall. You know, we're talking about Rowdy being an overall great hitter. Gurriel's a step up. And actually, I went to the archives. I was looking up, like, Blue Jay interviews. And Blue Jay, uh, Kevin Bijou did um, an interview with John Boy Media last spring training. Nice. And they asked him, um, who would you say is the most underrated player on the team? And he said, Lourdes Gurriel Jr. He, this guy can win an MVP. He doesn't get enough credit because everyone looks at, you know, MLB looks at him, Biggio, mm-hmm. uh, Bo, and Vlad as the guys. But mm-hmm. Gurriel kind of gets snuffed. He's he equally, gets if not snuffed, better. Dude. Dude, he always yeah dude he is in my opinion the most complete player yeah. that we have yeah and he has been for a minute you know mm-hmm. it's like there's question marks surrounding every other guy but i feel like with him and it was i don't know if you guys remember this but it was when he got sent down to the minors like yeah. two years ago 2019 yeah. yeah and then and then they brought him back up and ever since that point He's been a different guy. They put him in the outfield They because he was in his head early on in the season. Yeah. He admitted that he was focused way too much on his fielding. And, and, you know, he was playing second base. And everyone was always like, oh, second base is so easy. Just put him there. But, yeah, he makes way more sense in the outfield. He's fa- he literally was he nominated was for a gold it, glove. He was, you could tell that he was comfortable in yeah. that position. And, yeah. and it shows with the bat as well. Like, you know, I, I personally, I mean, and we're talking about ideal lineups here. Like, I would consider putting him like 
like where they have him right now, like fourth, fifth, yeah. even third, you know, put yeah. him there, sandwich him between like a Biggio and a Bichette right. in that third spot. Cause I really think that he is a complete guy for us. Yeah. Um, so I'm super happy that he started yeah. out of the gate hot. Mm-hmm. And that is really awesome, man. And another you guy, wanna, I want to talk about Bichette a little bit. Just okay. so, cause I want, cause you mentioned Bichette uh, being, you know, he, you sandwiching between him. Um, I don't know. I feel like I'm really bought in this year of Bichette being our three guy. I'm because you think about Bichette, you know, you think superstar, mm-hmm. you immediately think superstar. And where do superstars play in the three spot? That's true. Right. So I, I'm bought in with Bichette batting. And I did like him in the two spot last year. I did. But like, yeah, like, I mean, if you now that we got George Springer and we should have Kevin Biggio in the number two spot, it just makes sense for Bichette. Dude, they're third. not. They're pitching him like he's a superstar. Exactly. Now. They're, they're avoiding him. him. They don't want to throw Bichette strikes and what i love right now what i'm seeing out of him and this is what we have been echoing over this offseason mm-hmm. and in last season yep. was when they're gonna pitch you like that don't swing don't, bro don't yeah when they're they, gonna pitch you outside don't swing they they they've we've since we've been watching the pitch tracker they've been pumping Bichette outside outside away 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 away, away, away. away. and he hasn't been offering at it he has not been offering at it unless it's two strikes. And actually, in two strikes, he's been very disciplined and good eye. Mm-hmm. He's earned himself three walks in the two games that he's played. Dude, uh, not a single hit, but zero hits with yeah. a 750 OPS. Yeah, incredible. You know? I mean, t- you already have a 750 OPS and you haven't even put the ball in. Well, eventually, <laughs> eventually, they are going to be forced to pitch you a strike because they they're going to say, okay. Our scouting report is no longer working on this guy. He refuses now to swing at these pitches. We can't just walk a guy yeah. every single time. I have to throw him a strike now, yeah. and Bichette is talented enough to hit it. This is what we were waiting for. You need to be selective, and that's what turns you into a superstar. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, they, they got to start coming inside on this guy, giving him the pitches that he wants. Um, what else are another guys I like? Oh, um, toss it out there. Biggio. Really good. Uh, Biggio went one for three on Sunday with an RBI double. And this is another thing that we noticed in the game when watching live is Biggio's thing was he um, his two strike approach is, was poor. I'll admit it. It was it was poor last year. Uh, great eye, but a poor two strike approach. What I mean by that is when he gets the two strikes, his ability to foul off pitches and, and shorten up the swing and just put the barrel on the ball was poor on two strikes when he got his RBI double. It was on two strikes, 0-2. It was an outside breaking pitch, and he drilled it to left left center field for an RBI I double. I feel like sometimes Biggio, uh, when he's on two strikes, he, he thinks that he's still living in, like, O and O land right yeah, now. Yeah. Like he, he can take. He yeah, can, like I can take this. Can you take know, this like I'm pitch. I'm so talented with my eye that I can take this. And, and you are, bro. Most of the time, you are. But sometimes you're wrong. You know, you're human and sometimes you're wrong. Sometimes, well, honestly, like I, he has been called out on some like shitty outside pitches. But here's the thing. If, if a pitcher hits a spot and the catcher's set up properly and the yump's feeling himself today, boom, you're gone. And yeah. It's just straight up. That, exactly. That's what it comes dude. Down to. And, and especially when you're pitching or when you're facing a guy who is considered to be an elite pitcher in the game, you know, yeah. like it, even if they miss by a bit, that's still going to be called a strike. And and I have seen him, too, even when it is a, a clear strike. Yeah. Just take that thing. And and you can't be doing that on two strikes. So I'm very happy to see that he is changing that approach. It feels like right now a lot of the core hitters 
are are aware of what their problems are mm-hmm. and are trying to rectify it. That's excellent. And that's excellent because um, last year, and maybe this is a comment on their youth, I felt like um, the problems were so overtly clear that I'm screaming at yeah. at the television right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's falling on deaf ears and, and they're not doing anything. And it's also because they're in the middle of a season too. And it's like every day they're in this routine. So they're just getting their reps in. They're not trying to change their mechanics or yeah. change their approach because, you know, you know, you could be slumping and you're like, okay, now I have to change something. I got to change something. But some, but they weren't, they weren't slumping. When mm-hmm. I mean by slumping, it's like you're, you go for like over 42, you know, it's, it's a short enough season where like you can't really see that slump occurring. So you don't really have the time a or the or the recognition that you are struggling with some certain problem but that's what the off season's for they look back at video they have this all time in the world and they're making the changes and i'm very i'm very very proud about that all right and glad that they're doing that uh now speaking of biggio this is a hot topic this is a really yeah no this is a hot topic Um, for sure man so simeon has played two games biggio has played two games uh Simeon has batted second in the lineup for both of those games. Biggio batted first when George Springer wasn't playing. Uh, but then when George Springer was playing in the third game, Biggio found himself in the sixth hole. What are your thoughts about this? I think Montoya's just being a dumbass like usual, bro. And like he said it afterwards. He said, yeah. I am a dumbass. Um, no, he didn't say <laughs> he that, didn't bro. Say that. Um, he said, though, he was like, um, we're lengthening the lineup. Yeah. What What do you mean lengthening the lineup? We have an on-base specialist here. This yeah. is what he does well. He's not an elite hitter. He's an average hitter at best. He is an Are you elite. Referring to a Simeon? I'm referring to Biggio right now. Oh, Biggio is an average hitter at best. Yeah. Okay. He is, however, an elite on-base guy, and you need those guys at the top of the lineup. So then when you have your elite hitters like Bichette, like Guriel, like Tio, like Vlad, like Rowdy following behind, they will be able to bat him in. He shouldn't be in the sixth spot because I just, you know, I, I want somebody yeah. better at hitting back there. I want some better yeah, at hitting. I want I OPS, like on base, man. That's, that's what it's got to be. And, and, the, and the whole argument about, and I've said this last year, but I want to say it again for everyone who's new to the channel. The whole thing about lengthening the lineup is just pure dumb. I don't understand it, what it means. It does, it, he's trying to get a lineup longer with quality hitters all throughout. But what doesn't make any sense is, bro, we have quality hitters all throughout. Yeah. Why are you putting our best quality hitter away and separated from our other quality hitters? You want to bunch people together who get on base, put them together in the top of the lineup. Simeon, yes, when Simeon in 2019, he batted in the top of the lineup. I bet, I bet he, I think he batted leadoff for the most of the time for Oakland Athletics. Like that guy was, an, was a third in MVP votes that year. So, yeah. You, that guy's a top lineup guy, but he had a down year last year. He's a one-year rental this time. I don't think you move Bijou at all from the top part. You keep him there with George Springer, which, by the way, he said he really likes George Springer at top lineup. Not a single complaint yeah, about that. That's fine. Quality that he's played there his whole career. Fine. George Springer, it should be Kevin Bijou, who gets on base, works the count. Bichette, supposed to be all-star. And then it's Lord, uh, T.O., uh, Lourdes, Vladdy, Rowdy, Jansen, and, 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 and Hal Andrew Kirk, or, or, and then Semi. You put Semi in that bottom spot. 
spot because Semyon needs to work and earn his way up the lineup. You don't just, yes, I get it. He was a big $18 million deal, but you need to see him actually come and bounce back. Biggio, you know, is going to put up those great on-base numbers where Semyon, we have to wait, we have to see. And if he earns it, if he starts producing like he did in 2019, then then sure. If, if Biggio is underperforming, sure. He earns a spot on top of the lineup, but not yet. I want to see Kevin Biggio starting in the second spot to start the season. Let's not forget, we have Semyon for one year. Right. We're building the team around Kevin Biggio. You know, we're not building the team around Semyon right now. I, I don't want to see him in the fucking second spot. I want to see our core pieces dominating this lineup. And that's what it means to bat at the top of the order. So I really hope that Montoya, like, Gives his head a shake, figures that out, and realizes uh, that Biggio should. I, just, I don't think. I don't he, think he will. Yeah, no, I, I just. Mean, is this going to be the problem again? Last is, year yeah. it was Guriel batting Gur- seventh. Oh my Which God. is the most ridiculous. You do not bat your most complete hitter, a three hundred hitter who is doing it. You do not bat him seventh when you have guys like Vladdy and other players slumping. It just you, you don't do it, and you, you, and you bat Randall Gritchick at and Travis Shaw was batting Travis third. fucking Shaw. I am. I don't want to get on this again. Oh my god! I just let that Guys, all go. I don't want this to be the story again. Yeah, I don't want. It, I don't want this to I, be. Oh, Bizio's in the. Seventh spot. Oh my god! Like what? Who is he getting on base for? Yeah, like again. Look, our lineup is a lot better than last year. Like at least we don't have like Joe Panic. We do have him back, but he's not starting for us every day. Like at least you know behind Biggio would be uh, Rowdy and Alejandro Kirk and Jansen, and then like whoever. But still, I want that guy on base. For Lourdes and Bichette and 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 Vladdy, yeah, like no, I'd, I'd, and Tio, like I don't want to no. have to get upset about this again. You know, I I, don't. I, I, I very clearly last year um, gave Montoya the benefit of the doubt I, here, yeah, because I we had some problems with him, but I I at the end of the at the end of the season I was like, okay, in the end, reflect. We made playoffs with a team that wasn't considered to be a playoff team entering that season. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we were competing the whole time and he got the best out of most guys. Yeah. So I was like, OK, fair enough. We we right. were winning. Right. But please, man. Yeah. Don't do this to me again. I know. I know. <laughs> don't and, do this to me again. And at the end of the day, at the end of the day, putting a dude in one spot over the other won't make a significant difference in the game. It it just it just it's just it's just not the smartest decision. It's just you got to clump your best hitters together and the lineup is already long and talented enough that you don't need to overthink things. And here's the thing. I as a fan am very passionate about this. <laughs> Do not mess don't. with my fanhood. <laughs> don't mess because with- I am very passionate about this. Yes, yes. And I want to see my guys where I want to see my guys. I absolutely want to, man. You know, I'm. I don't know. Any, I, I, I really hope he's over it, but um, I really hope he figures it out. But I don't think he will. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, other than that, the last thing I really have is Austin Martin's getting playing time, so that's exciting. Love to see it. He took two mm-hmm. walks, did Excellent. not get a hit, um, made a couple errors, yeah. but whatever, man. He made a good I play, mean, too. Yeah, like, in the end, I don't really expect to see Austin Martin no, not at all this year. No. In fact, I think that that is exactly what Semyon was. 
Uh, he is a one-year rental to bridge until Austin yeah. Martin is ready. Yep. So this is really like, it's whatever, man. Yep. Like, fuck up as whatever. much as you want. Learn. You, yeah. Have yeah. fun. Exactly. Grow. Have fun. Honestly, have fun. go out there and have, have some fun. fun. Make some friends. Uh, yeah, make uh, some buddies. He's already train up. With, he's already buddies with Bo. They they knew they each should other be back dude like they look like carbon copies of each other yeah like, right like <laughs> but it feels like they're the same guy remember we talked with Christopher uh, Martin's dad we had him on the show like yes, a few months yes. ago he was like they they knew each other yeah back they in played together or something yeah, that's yeah. cool that is that's dope you know flow bros man well flow honestly bros. they do look very similar to each yeah. other and I mean I've I've from what I have heard they are similar player types yeah, yeah. Um, five you know, tool players yes exactly you know like both elite hitters both oh, like shortstop uh, at their respective positions. Yeah. That's going to be dope when he comes up. Yeah, I mean, no, like I mean... Superstars. Well, absolutely, because then we can, you know, <laughs> say fuck off to Marcus Simeon and, yeah, yeah. and have this homegrown elite come on. So. Yeah. See, at that point, okay, maybe you put Bo down in the lineup because at that point, it's like, now we're clocked. Or Biggio, do you mean? Or, sorry, yes, I meant Biggio. Mm-hmm. Yes, because, like, we're clocked. But uh, we'll we'll see what happens when we get there. Guys oh. might be surprising this year. Who knows? Might, might blow up, might underperform. But yeah, guys, let us know what you think about so far spring training. Let us know about the lineup. Let us know about what you think about these young pitchers maybe getting an opportunity. Comment down below and we'll we'll chat with you guys. Exactly. And you can check us out on Spotify, Breaker, Anchor, Radio Public, and Google Podcasts. Also, make sure to subscribe, like, uh, comment down below, all of the stuffs. And uh, if you want to win a jersey, uh, then hop on the Monkey Knife Fight by using our code today, Jays. The winner of the Blue Jays jersey, any jersey that you want, could be an Austin Martin jersey, will be announced mm. on opening day, April 1st. Uh, also relevant, um, mm. we are going live on there Later today, we are going live on there at 10 p.m. So if you join our relevant chat, uh, the information is in the description that you can hop into and uh, and just chat with us and uh, TikTok, Twitter, blah, 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 blah. So many other platforms. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And guys, Patreon, too. We're having our wine on wine tomorrow. (laughs) I got to think about when we're scheduling these. But tomorrow will be our first wine on wine. We're going to be answering your questions from a box um, as well. We don't have a Patreon yet, but we're trying to get a patreon on for next week so if you do become a patreon it's three dollars a month and you can actually come on the show chat with us have a good time uh you know enjoy enjoy chill out and be cool guys be cool guys guys so thank you guys so much for watching cool jays go Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.